Hello and welcome to What's On My Mind with Caden Wright. Today, get ready, cause we are gonna go on a journey. We are going to go on a fantastic ride. Today, instead of having a quote to start the episode off with, I have an online article that is printed out and hung up in my office. The title is, Being More Effective, The Benefits of Using Checklists, and it's from the Life Optimizer blog. And the author, he goes through all these benefits of making checklists, and I think that his advice is important for all of us to remember. So, let's start with the benefits of making a checklist. So, he starts out by saying that checklists are good because they are simple. It's easy for us to forget stuff. Our brain is for coming up with ideas, not remembering all random stuff, you know? It's easy for us to forget things when we do things that involve multiple steps. It's likely that we forget that we're going to forget some, basically, is what he says. Then he says, using checklists ensures that you won't forget anything. And then he goes on to give a couple other benefits. And he says, besides helping you do your task correctly every time, here are some other benefits of using a checklist. You can save your brain power for more creative things. Since you don't have to remember all the steps you need to take, you can take, you can use your brain power for something more creative, which is something I touched on just a second ago. You can save time. You don't need to spend time remembering the steps, so you can devote the entire time on doing the task. You can delegate more easily. If you ever want to delegate the task, for example, through outsourcing, your checklist will make it easier for you to do it. By giving the checklist to the person you delegate to, you can describe exactly what you want. Then... Well, how should you create a checklist? He gives four steps he suggests taking. And the first one is when you are working on a, on a task, write down the steps you take. The result will be a draft of the checklist. Okay, number two, the next time you do the task, compare the steps you are taking with what you already have in the draft. If some steps are missing, add them to the draft. You might want to remove some steps you think are unnecessary. Number three, after one or two iterations without any update, you can assume that the checklist is mostly completed. Number four, put the checklist in the checklist in a place that's easy to access, be it a file on Moleskine or anything else. Wait, Moleskine? 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 I don't know. Or anything else you'd like. It's now ready to use. And then... He says, though everyone's situation is different, here are some things you might want to consider using a checklist for. Number one, morning routine. What do you want to do every morning to jumpstart your day? I'll do an episode on morning routines later. They're quite important, in my opinion. Number two, daily routine. Do you have something you want to do every day? What about weekly or monthly? Number three, uh, frequently a frequent task in your work. Is there something you need to frequently do in your work? For instance... Uh, The guy writing this has a checklist for processing guest posts submitted to the blog. And one last thing that he puts in there that I find is interesting. He says, one thing to remember, your checklist doesn't have to take the form of a list. 
One checklist I use daily is my daily bookmark folder. It's a bookmark folder in my browser that contains the sites I want to visit daily. Every day, all I need to do is open a bookmark folder, and it will automatically open all the sites I want. Simply by opening it, I can be sure I won't miss anything. So that's checklist one hundred one. Notice that in the checklist thing, he did not say to do list. There's kind of a misconception with like to do list and checklists, but they are different. A to do list is as the man who wrote the fifteen secrets successful people know about time management, Kevin Cruz. That's his name. That's a wish list. That is a nagging wish list. But a checklist is a checklist. There's a difference. So the biggest difference between a checklist and a nagging wish list, also known as a, as a to do list, is a checklist just orders the steps of a task you need to do regularly. The regularly part is pretty key. You don't make a checklist for things that you do very very occasionally. That's not what it's. It's not a list of tasks to do. It's a list of steps to complete. And it's generally a task that you do regularly that you don't want to mess up on. So now that you know more about checklists, maybe think of something you need a checklist for. Right now, I don't really. Well, actually, no. I do have a checklist. I kind of have a bizarre sort of checklist. It's basically here is the stuff I want to get into my calendar for the next week. That's my checklist. And let me just pull it up here. Gosh, if I can find it, I've got this whole collection of papers to help me with my life and organization. I can lose track of. Oh, I found it. Okay, so I've got an eight-step checklist thing, and it's piano, homework, allergy shot, scripture, journal, ACT prep, tennis, ab workout, spike, podcast, book, and music composition, and. That's just a checklist of things that I want to do basically on a weekly basis that I want to enter into my calendar on a weekly basis. Some of the things on here, like piano, I do every day in theory. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, but that's not important. But that's kind of my checklist. I'm not like checking anything off. It's just a reminder. So when I sit down for the week to put stuff into my calendar, I make sure I don't miss anything. Your checklists might be in a different form. Maybe you don't need a checklist right now. But anyways, for what it's worth, that's checklist one hundred one. See you later.